Hello everybody, this is the House of Darkner, and welcome back to Jive Talk. Now, uh, thank you for your patience, I had a slight, slight hiatus because there was a lot of just stuff, family stuff, and health stuff, stuff that was in the way, and it really made life these last couple of weeks very difficult. So I did a little apology recording, I think it went through, sometimes this thing doesn't always do what I tell it to do, so hopefully that actually worked. But, um, let's get going, we got stuff to talk about. Um, real quick, let's shout out to Avengers Infinity War. I know the movie hasn't come out yet. We're down to what? Two weeks? We got two weeks left? And the movie hasn't come out yet. And already, its pre-sales have beat seven of the biggest Marvel films that are out. It said uh, Black Panther, which by the way, Black Panther is the highest grossing movie of all time this year. Of all time. So, <laughs> I can't help but chuckle at the excitement of that. But it also mentions that it beat it beat Black Panther, it beat Thor Ragnarok, Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians Galaxy 2, uh, Captain America Civil War, I mean, the pre-sale tickets for Infinity War has, is, is ridiculous, so I imagine that by the end of this year, I imagine Infinity War will be the highest grossing, will beat Black Panther in sales in, after the movie comes out, when and after the movie comes out, because this movie is one of the highest and highly anticipated movies ever. We're talking about... This is like... And I mentioned it before in my previous episode, but this is something that my friends and I have talked about even before the MCU ever existed. So the fact that that the... And that's not including everybody who want, who's, who's fans as well, people who are, who are comic book readers, but also those who are fans of the MCU in general. This is huge. This movie is huge. And the Russo Brothers, who is who are directing and are involved with the script and, and everything with this film are saying, you're not, <laughs> you're not prepared. You won't be prepared. <laughs> they said, whoever dies are not coming back. This is like, like you are going to be hurting when you leave this. As it do, is that you guys are not prepared. They even made it clear, too, that Avengers 4, you're not prepared. <laughs> so, I'm excited. Oh, and good news, good news, I have my shirt. It's a brand new one. Uh, you won't see it until after the movie comes out, and you won't see it until I do my review on my YouTube channel. So if you have, if you're not on my YouTube channel, go in there, look up House of Darkner. That's D A R K N E R. House of Darkner. I got a bunch of videos on there. You know, subscribe. Be ready because I have a, actually I have another video I need to put out before that. I have two weeks to do that, but I'll but oh actually two. Uh, retro review is coming back because I just recently saw a movie I haven't seen yet. This, you know, usually my retro reviews have been movies I've watched before. Sometimes it has, and especially they've been connected to sequels. But this time I want to go to movies that I've never seen before. And I'm like, wow, I didn't, you know, or I watch it. And it's like, ugh, let me do a review of this. So retro review is coming back, and the movie I'm going to do, I actually, I was very surprised at how I liked, how much I liked it. So I'm like, I got to review this and put this on my, on my channel. So retro review is coming back for that specifically. But... Like I said, the shirt, the new shirt I got for Infinity War, you'll see in my review of Infinity War. I don't know if I can... Nah, no, I'll try to keep it spoiler-free because the Rooster Brothers have made it clear that they have, they've done so much work to make sure their stuff doesn't get leaked. They made, it, they made it a point to do so much work to make sure the actors don't accidentally leak it, other employees don't accidentally leak it, I mean, they've made sure that no one is can steal this the script because they made a bunch of dummy scripts. A lot of the actors who only got like part scripts, or, or, or and a lot of times they don't get they don't know what they're doing until they get there. 
and then they read part of the script, and then they do their scenes. So it's really cool how hardcore they are about this. And so, and how serious they are about doing this, make sure this movie is spoiler-free, and not the fact that they moved the date up, so so it's it, it comes out the same time as around the world, so no one can ruin it. And they even said, when this movie comes out, go see it, and go see it quick, because people are going to spoil it immediately. He's like, you don't want people to ruin your good time with this movie. He's like, go and watch it immediately. And I agree with him. I agree with him. That you should not, you don't, don't let, don't let the internet ruin your life. Because the internet's bad habit. I don't know why people do it in the first place, in all honesty. I never understand why people are like, hey, hey, I went and saw this movie. I'm going to tell everybody about it and ruin their lives. I don't understand why people do that. I don't, I just, <laughs> I, people haven't ruined movies for me, but people have ruined TV shows for me. Because I, I go on Twitter to look up, see what my friends are doing, what people I follow do. And also, like, I see a thing on Twitter or sometimes on Facebook, uh, a reveal from a TV show or something. I'm like, God, I haven't even watched it yet. Sometimes that's my own fault because I just not, I'm not keeping up with it. But still, like, there's certain things. Like, like, here's, a, like here's an example. For Black Lightning, the reveal of uh, the daughter's powers was not a big spoiler to me. The fact that, I forget the oldest name, is, had became Thunder and she's fighting with him. It's not a surprise to me. Because I already know that his kids have powers. And I already know they become Thunder and Lightning. So that's not a, that's not a spoiler for me. So when I saw it, I was like, yeah, that was going to happen. Because her suit. Okay, their suit's similar to her dad's. Makes sense. I'm like, alright, that makes sense. So, but it's like, it's other things, you know. And uh, other shows, and they're, oh, so-and-so died. I'm like, great, you know. Like, when, when Black Canary died in Arrow, I wasn't, I, I literally, like, I was going on, uh, it was it my comicbookmovie.com site, and it's right up there. I'm like, oh, I just wanted to see what new stuff was coming out, not a reveal on the show. I'm like, <laughs> it ruined it. I'm like, God, oh, I look great. So stuff like that I can't stand. But I, so, but, so I understand why the Rooster Brothers are really good about holding on to their stuff and keeping things locked down because this movie is the movie of movies. We're talking about so many actors, the biggest of crossovers. This is this is what the MCU is coming to at this point before they go to Phase Four, which is going to be completely different from what they've been doing since Iron Man. So this is a big deal, and it says, and the, and our universe of what Marvel is in the movie sense is going to change dramatically, and I look forward to that. I like. Change is always good. Granted, how it's changed sometimes is not the greatest of things, but excuse me, change is good nonetheless. So I, I look forward to seeing uh, what fresh stuff they do with the movies after, especially after uh, Avengers Four. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Oh, and they reveal that Hawkeye has a secret mission, secret story mission in involved, and that's why you don't see him. Uh, you don't see him like pop up on all the in the trailers. That's why you're not seeing him pop up in all the like, in all the uh, promo pictures and and posters. They're like, they're like, we promise you, he's got a really good. Re there's a really good reason he's not around. He says, I promise you. He says, and it's not going to be a little something. It's going to be a big deal. So, so you know, thumbs up to Jeremy Renner for sticking out with it. You know, I know Hawkeye kind of, sort of, in a sense, has got a bad. I won't say a bad representation in this movie. Just he just he's a, he is considered a smaller character, even though he's not. I mean, Clint Barton is actually a big deal in the comic books. I mean, he killed the Hulk. <laughs> Spoilers for anybody who hasn't read comic books in the last what five years. 
But he killed the Hulk, although I think that was a couple of years ago. But the point is, is, like, you know, he's kind of a big deal, and if he's coming in as Ronan, it's even better. But the point is, they made it clear that Hawkeye has a big role in this movie, and he's not, he's not, they're not ignoring him. So that's, that's cool, that's cool. So, like I said, I look forward to, we, we're down to two weeks, it's going to be great. Uh, I'm going to a late night showing the Thursday, Thursday night, so expect a, expect a, a video probably like four in the morning all rent all done and edited and stuff and so if i look i might not be tired this movie hyped me out i'm coming you know looking hyped or crying because what they who they killed and stuff like that so we never know we're gonna see what i'm gonna look like at the end at the end of infinity war but i am excited and i think it's gonna be great and the russo brothers have not let me down so i'm like i'm excited for them so now what we're done talking about let's move on to uh I almost wanted to reveal what I'm going to talk about in the next episode, which, by the way, I'm going to, I'm firing out today, like, three episodes, because I owe you guys three episodes, because things have been nuts, and I owe you guys three. So, I'm, this this one, we're going to be talking about fan service. Uh, should it be done? And what I mean by fan service, I mean, like, when fans want something from a movie, specifically, like, even if it's, like, not a comic book movie, we're talking about, it could be Lord of the Rings, it could be... Ready Player One, it could be I Am Number Four, I, it could be any Aragon, it could be anything that, like Harry Potter, anything that people, there's a fan base for already, and so there's expectations when they find out the movie's coming out, and, and oh man, like Incredibles 2 comes out in June, I have expectations, because I love Incredibles, the first Incredibles, so I'm like excited, and what I, granted, what I wanted for Incredibles 2, people are like, no, I don't want that, but that's okay, that's alright, I still look forward to seeing how this movie turns out, and why Elastigirl is the only person who's allowed to do some stuff, and I, I just want to, I can't wait to see it, I want to see it, but regardless of that, there's always going to be people who have expectations, and, you know, and they voice their expectations on videos on YouTube, on Facebook, they have forums, on Reddit, on Instagram, Twitter, any any social media, internet access they have to express their, their their likes, their dislikes, their expectations, their desires, their wishes, their pleas, their requests. And should directors, producers, writers listen to those to the fans? You know, should you know there should like I said, should there be fan service in order to please the fans when it comes to these these movies that people love? And so, and I asked it because there's been a lot of, like, re, now, yeah, a lot of responses to stuff that's happened in the last, since December, from, la, like, fans' response to Last Jedi, to the fan, I would say, yeah, for, to the fans' response to Justice League, to the fans' response to <laughs> the behind-the-scenes reveal of characters for the Teen Titans live-action show, and I was one of them, don't get me wrong, I was one of them, when I saw what... Starfire looked like for Teen Titans Live Action. I was, I it set me off. I was like, that looks nothing like Corey. I was mad. Oh, it set me off. So and people and and, and people voice their opinion. They voice their feelings about it. And even the actress who plays Starfire, I forget her name, said, "I'm sorry, that's not that was not you know that was your first reveal of Corey." And she didn't say Corey. I say Corey. That's her name. And you got. You you didn't get the picture. You didn't get the reveal you wanted because that is that was a very bad picture. She even admitted it, it was a bad picture. It was at a bad spot. It was it was just not it was not flattering. Nothing about it was good. It was the clothing, everything. She goes, she, but she promises that the show's going to give you what you wanted. 
You know, so that's what I'm talking about. And like, even like within humans, they made these promises that they didn't keep, and the fans responded, you know, bad. You know, they didn't like it. So should these people who are in charge of these very important genres, very important stories, characters, franchises, listen to the fans? And I think, and, to, and the problem is, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a two-edged sword when it comes to whether or not they should listen to the fans, because if you do. Here's the thing, if you listen to the fans, you got you get weird stuff, you know, because maybe, because the problem is that you got you got certain people who are just never happy, you know, they, they want a Green Lantern to have a movie, Green Lantern, 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 we get Green Lantern, nobody's happy, nobody likes it, but the weird thing is, if you watch the Green, Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern, and Ryan Reynolds, he said he didn't like it either, but I feel like, I don't know if, I don't know if it's because he had a different idea of the way the movie was going to go, and he tried to voice his opinion, and he didn't listen. I know he didn't like the CG suit. I know. I, I don't know. I don't. He he. They made it. He made it clear that he was dissatisfied with the movie. I don't care what he says because I like Ryan Reynolds, but I I feel like when he his response to Green Lantern was because everybody responded like that. Because in all honesty, you got everything. I mean, outside of like Parallax being what he was, there was a lot of stuff on Green Lantern you got. You had you had. The, the Guardians of Oa, you had Oa itself, you have the Rings, you have the Oath, you had characters like Sinestro, and Kilowog, and uh, Tomar Ray, I mean, you had, you had Abin Sur, you had the characters that exist in the universe, you had everything, you, you had Carol Ferris, you had, you had the characters that exist, uh, Amanda Waller was in there, she didn't have to be in the movie, but she was there, so they, like, they did, there was fights in space, I mean, you're, you're, there's so much stuff in that movie that existed, he was a pilot, they did everything, granted he was a test, he was still a pilot, he was a test pilot, but he was a pilot nonetheless, but, I, and I understand to a certain degree why some people didn't like it, but I feel like they gave us a lot in that movie that didn't, it was Green Lantern, so why people hated the movie, I never understood, it always threw me off. You want to argue about the suit? We can argue about the suit. I'll argue about the suit till my face falls off. Because <laughs> there's even, there's, there's just, the point is like, I, yeah, maybe the suit didn't have to look like it the way it did. But we have to remember that it's an alien suit. See, I'm going on, I'm going to tell you about it. It's an alien suit. Your alien suit should not look like it's something you can buy from Target or off of Amazon. So the fact that they went with a CG alien suit made sense to me. Even in the comic books, was it New 52? I don't know if it's in Rebirth. I haven't seen Rebirth. But in New 52, the fact that they made the emblem, the lantern emblem on their suits, glow and come off like like six inches off their chest was to show that it's powered by the ring. I'm sorry. I just I feel like they even they recognize they had to show that. So I just feel like I feel like when people get mad about stuff like that, I was like you guys, and even like the current, like some of the, a lot of the suits that they're wearing now are powered by the ring, and you can tell they're powered by the ring. So I don't know. I just feel like people's argument about certain things like that didn't make sense. Then you turn around and you get Dark Knight Rises where you get none of what you wanted. And people love that movie. So it's confusing. And then you get movies like Spider-Man 3 where people are, are demanding Venom. They want Venom. They want Venom. They want Venom. And then you got Simon Raimi who didn't want Venom and butchers the character because well this is what the fans wanted. I didn't want it. And so he acts out giving us a crappy Eddie Brock. And that's why we have a, a a, a solo movie for Eddie, which is fine. That Sony's doing that comes out in October, which I will see because I want to. I I, I want to see 
Venom done in a way that it's supposed to be done. I want to see the symbiote done because the symbiote's supposed to be scary. It's supposed to be nasty. You, you, you're supposed to be afraid of Venom when he shows up. You know, and and Topher Grace playing Venom was okay. I didn't hate it, but the way Venom looked was just not way. You know, I understood where they were going with it, but Sam, like I said, Sam Raimi was not trying to do Venom justice. He did. He did a. Sandman perfectly fine, but he didn't. If and I felt like he didn't. He didn't want to do Venom, so that was his way of like acting out. And then you have people like Ryan Johnson, who just didn't listen to the fans at all. Who just didn't. He wasn't even trying to please the fans when he did Last Jedi. He literally anti Star Wars, Star Wars, and he pissed off a lot of people. So there are people who do like Last Jedi. I have friends who still say that, that I thought it was. Although they agreed they didn't like the direction it went, they did like the movie. Like I said, I don't hate the movie. Like there's some people who hate the movie. They're like, write it out of canon, get it out of, remove it from the lore, redo it. I'm like, okay, calm down. It, it's here. It's it's here. We can't do anything about it. You know, just like Spider-Man Three, uh, Fantastic Four 2015, uh, Steel. <laughs> it's here. We I mean, honestly, until we do, they redo Star Wars in, in the future, which they're not going to redo one through one through nine. That's not going to happen. It's here. It's stuck. We just have to deal with it. But, that was an example of someone who just didn't want to do anything for the fans. And didn't want to try to please them. Didn't want to give them what they wanted. And look what happened. You know, and then you have, you know, so it's like, you have to, I know it's a, it, that's why I say it's a two-inch, you have to be careful because people are going to always get what they want, want, what they want. They didn't like, some people didn't like the fact that the X-Men in 2000 didn't get their suits. Their yellow and blue suits. And Fox tried to tell him, look, it's hard to do. And at the time, I get it. Blue and yellow will look crazy on screen. I get it. You know, and and, and the the fact that they showed the suits later in first class shows, but that's years later. We're talking about years, like 10 years plus years later, they showed they could do it. So they did do it. And the fact that even at the end of Apocalypse, we have the characters in their signature suits. Now, it's an updated version of their signature suits, but it's their suits. They got their colors, the designs are similar, and it's like, okay, so you see that they're trying, they're getting there to where they're, you're getting the suits the way they're supposed to. Now, granted, in the MCU, you, when you see Captain America, you knew it was Captain America. When you saw Iron Man, you knew it was Iron Man, because they, they, but that's back, you're looking at another seven years before Iron Man came out, so they got to lock down how to do the look. But, yeah, it's just, the point is, is that when we sometimes we may not always get what we want, it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. But then sometimes we do we get what we want. <laughs> it's not that great. Like people were all all about BVS when it wasn't that great, you know. But they were all they were all mad about Justice League when it it actually was a better movie. It did fine. You had stuff in there. They wanted to blame Whedon when you know. But and I read online. I've been reading. I mean, it may be a rumor, it may not be a rumor. But I find this one consistent response that apparently Zack Snyder's version of Justice League was unwatchable. So we don't know. The point is, we have we have what we want, and we have what they give us, and so it's just one of those things that we have to be careful what we wish for sometimes. You know, maybe what we what we want is not what we get, and what we do get. You know, or, or what we want is not what we get, but what if we do get what we want, and it's not that great? Because it does happen, you know? And I just think, I think people, you know... I don't want to say it's settle, because <laughs> I don't settle. You know, but I do recognize that in some in some things, like, people want an apocalypse in 
here's the thing. This is why I want people. I think people need to realize too. People want an apocalypse to be like the nine foot apocalypse, cyborg apocalypse. He wouldn't be that already. <clears throat> if people who don't pay attention to the story, like when apocalypse first appeared, I would. I'd rather he be like right because he's right out of the the Lazarus pit or right out of yeah. He's right out of Lazarus pit. You want him to be giant cyborg? He would have looked weird. It wouldn't fit. It wouldn't fit, it wouldn't fit, it wouldn't fit. You know, it's just like, I wish people would just remember that. Like, you have to consider where X-Men is taking place in the timeline, where, you know, where Apocalypse is being discovered from, what he was before he showed up in, in, in like, the 19th century. I mean, just things like that, you know. I just feel like people, you know, I, I understand. I understand what people want, because I know what I want. And I want a storm to be... Storm, you know, I will actually, like we all fought before, we wanted Angela Bassett years ago to play Storm or Iman, but mostly Angela Bassett to play Storm. Even people argue today that she still looks good and she can still play Storm today. Now give Homegirl, I can't think of her name right now, that then showed up in Apocalypse, give her a chance to actually prove she can play the character. She looks like her, they, they did the Mohawk, they did Mohawk Storm, so they're, at least they're trying, give them a chance. You know, but I feel like sometimes we get so demanding of what we want. When we don't get something, if we don't get completely what we want, we hate the whole thing. And I think we need to not be that way. You know, I you know, I think we should always get try to understand what they're, what they're trying to do with the story, where they're coming from with it, and give it a shot. Give it a shot and watch it. That's why I've watched Last Jedi more than once, and I still have problems with it. Because... I, I feel the same way they with Force Awakens. I own Force Awakens. I haven't got Last Jedi yet. But I watched Force Awakens again. I was like, yeah, I can see why this movie is exciting. But, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that was my issues. You know, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Don't get me wrong. And that's just how I feel. Like, some of these movies, there may be a lot of good stuff, but it doesn't mean they're great movies. Or sometimes the movies don't give us everything we want, but it's still being a better movie. So, and the fans get mad when they don't get what they want, and then the fans get mad when they do get what they want. So it's hard. Like, how do we? How do you win in a situation like that? You know, I, 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 I the only thing I give Ryan Johnson credit for is he was like, "Look, we're going to do this movie the way I think we should do it," because that's and he didn't fear the fans, but at the same time, he didn't respect them either. So you got to respect the people that you're going to be doing this for because it's not your movie; it's their movie. I think they forget that. It's not your story. It's their story. It's the fan story. It's the people. They're the reason why this stuff still exists today. They're the reason why when when like, episode 7 was announced, people lost their crap and people were preparing and getting. There's the reason why there's podcasts and all these things, all these different things, forums, stuff, discussing it, and fan videos and contests and costumes and everything is because this stuff has become their life. These stories have become something they live for, you know. You know, is it unhealthy? Maybe a little bit. But I'm just point I'm trying to say I live for this stuff too. I'm all about this stuff. If you if you actually walked into my little my room, my office, I have figures and comic books and posters everywhere of stuff I like. These stuff is this is my thing. This is why I do this podcast, is because I talk about the things I care about. I like, I care about. These are my things. So and for people to mess with that, I can see why people get upset. Now, don't death threaten, you know, try to blow up their mailbox, because that's extreme. But you should voice your opinion. If you think something's great, say why it's great. If you don't think it's great, say why it's not great. If you think something should be changed, explain what should be changed. If something should be fixed, explain what should be fixed. We have a right as a people to to express our opinion about stuff we care about. 
And we, as a people, have to respect those opinions. Now, there's a difference between respecting somebody's opinion and, and, and allowing them to have one and just being beat up. Don't get bullied by people. Because the problem is, a lot of times, folks want to bully these people, these writers, these actors, these directors, to do something they want. And that's not how it works. It's supposed to be a relationship between the people who are telling the story and those who are following the story. And it's supposed to work. And if we start fighting and getting mad and getting angry and boycott, you know, like DC fans are trying to boycott Black Panther. Like, it's not Black Panther's fault that DC is not coming out with good movies. <laughs> it really isn't. You know, and I understand as a, you know, I'm a DC fan. I'm more of a Marvel one than DC, but I'm, I'm, I want DC to succeed just as much as Marvel to, see, to succeed. I want to see all, I, there's so many, I don't know every hardcore story in the DC universe, but I want to see, I want to see the death and life of Superman, uh, Infinite Crisis, all the, I mean, all the hardcore, uh, I wish they did, I mean, they had, they kind of, in Dark Knight Rises, they kind of did No Man's Land, but they didn't do No Man's Land. I would love to see the long Halloween. I would love to see like Nightfall. I mean, there's so many. Oh, there's so many stories they could do. You know, Teen Titans: The Fall of Donna Troy. I mean, all these OMAC. Oh, there's so many of these things they could the DC can do, but they haven't even touched because they barely have character. They barely have movies out. They barely have story out. They're trying to be so innovative that it's pissing off fans. Now you got hardcore fans that no matter what they what they spit out, they're going to defend it. That's fine, but don't be surprised when other fans like myself aren't happy because we have expectations and we compare those to the ones that are succeeding. We are comparing DC to Marvel because Marvel's doing a really good job and they're succeeding, and we're, and so we're going to do that. And you know, is it fair? Not maybe not, but. They're, like, when DC Warner Brothers argues about why they're not coming out with certain content, and you're like, but Marvel's doing it, and it, I, so what's the difference? What, I don't understand. So it, it, I, so it is a thing, but I think as us fans, all we can do is voice our opinion and hope. And if you don't like it, voice your opinion. But when we start getting crazy and, like, you know, signing petitions to remove movies from lore and signing petitions to get somebody, like, flogged and, like, caned and sent to Singapore... You're going too far because they do, I feel like sometimes these directors and writers and producers do have pressure on their shoulders to give the fans what they want with, without, without compromising their integrity as, as filmmakers. So you have to understand that as well because <clears throat> being a guy who's writing my own universe, my own story, I want to give the fans what they want when I write about Darkner and the House of Darkner and everything that's leading up to him becoming a king, and all the things. But I don't want to compromise the integrity of my character, of the characters I've created, and in the universe I've worked very hard to build, just to give the fans what they want. But at the same time, my universe is brand new, so my fan basically going to be looking at it from a new perspective, because this is a whole new, like, character, verse, and everything. We have these characters from, like, who've been, have been here since, like, the 60s, 50s, and stuff like that, and, and stuff like that. You, you, there are huge expectations, and I understand that. I'm one of them. I have huge expectations. I have a lot of expectations for Infinity War. You know, I had expectations for Justice League. I had expectations for... I had expectations for BVS, but my expectations were not, not like, don't do BVS, because that's too soon. But the point was, is, like, we all have expectations. I had expectations for Episode Eight to, to follow through on the story of Seven, and it didn't. It did completely the opposite, and it made me mad. And they, they no, there was no character present... Finn was the same person in eight. I mean, look, the point is, see, I'm, I'm going on these tangents, but the, the point is, is that 
we have these expectations, and sometimes they get met and sometimes they don't. We, as fans, all we can do in this point is voice our opinion, voice our views, Hopefully they hear, because sometimes they do listen. These guys these, these guys are sitting in these seats and making money. They, sometimes they do listen. The actors do listen. And, and the actors are fans themselves. Mark Hamill doesn't want anything to do with Star Wars anymore. Now, with Carrie Fisher gone, they kill Luke in the story. He's like, I don't care about Episode Nine. He said it. I don't care. You know why? Because Luke was a fan of Star Wars himself. He was a fan of his own character. But he's like, you know, he said Han's gone. Carrie Fisher's dead. In real life, Luke's dead in the story. I don't care about nine. Why? Why? why would it, you can't get the band back together. I don't want to do it. So, it, it is very important to please the fans. But we also have to remember we can't oh, we can't pander to every request because we did we, we we get like five hour movies. It's just just convoluted, long winded, dry spot. There's a reason why these movies are, are only like two and a half to three hours long. There's a reason why. Is because if we got it the way we want, like I'm telling you right now, <laughs> Iron Man One would have probably been a four-hour movie if we did it the way we wanted it to. Uh, Avengers would have been like, yeah, like a five-hour film. I'm just saying it. It had been a mini series the way we would we would have want, done these films. And sometimes there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but we have to be realistic. That's all. So I hope you you know express your point about should you know they listen to the fans? Should they not? Should fan service even be a thing? Uh, if you agree with me, you know, let me know. If you don't agree with me, tell me why. And let's, like I said, let's get going. Let's keep talking. This is it a relationship? So I'm, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, we got Infinity War coming out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I am very excited. I hope it does. It, it reaches the it not only meets our expectations but goes beyond them. Black Panther blew everything out of the water and now has really, literally, literally, literally set the bar on how movies are supposed to be. Not only for um, the MCU, but for the DCEU and for any movie out there when they go like, oh, it's hard to tell a, a cohesive story. Really go back to Black Panther. So we have this. We have this now. We have this huge standard to live by because of Black Panther. And I am and I, glad. I'm glad. So let's... So I'm looking forward to Infinity War and everything that comes out. Uh... Be ready for my on my House of Darkness page on YouTube because I have a couple of videos coming out. I'm trying to get them done before Infinity War. I get this month has been busy for me, so let's 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 get that done and uh, let's get to it. We got one one episode down. I got two more to go today. Today, like I said, today you're getting them, not tomorrow. Today, I don't care if I have to, I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna take a break, eat play a game, come back, do another one, I'm able to do another one this evening, the point is, you're getting three episodes, because I owe them to you, I owe them to you, so this is the House of Darkner, with another episode of Jive Talk, uh, down, complete it, uh, I'll finish it up, and send it to you, and so, have a good day, enjoy your weekend, uh, go watch Ready Player One, go watch Pacific, Ri- Pacific Rim Rising, I have to go see it. Because I said I was going to go see it, I have to do a video for it, but I haven't had a chance to because life has been busy. So, uh, Black Panther's still out there, go watch it again because it should be, like, celebrated and get ready for Infinity War. Have you guys watched all the movies leading? Because I haven't. Although, to be fair, I don't have every Marvel film because I've had broke moments in my life. And and it is and it says, what well, they say it was up to like 30 hours or something like that. I don't know. If they do one, if they do like a, a, a constant showing of all the MCU films, I might go do that because 
I got time. <laughs> Why not? But let me know if you do it or not. Let me know if you watched all the movies from Iron Man. If you watched, uh, and, like, people, like, broke it down, too. It wasn't just Iron Man, but, like, they're doing, like, the TV series, like, like Agent Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., all the shorts, all the Marvel shorts, everything that's included in the MCU. And from here all the way to the, through Defenders, let me know if you even did that. I haven't followed it. I, I, I've been wanting to, but I haven't followed Let me know if you did it and how how fun it is and if you enjoy it and everything. Let me know, all right? So once again, this is the House of Darkness. This is Jive Talk. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for putting up with my loud, loud self. Have fun. Don't drink too much. Don't eat yellow snow. I'll see you <laughs> next episode.